Millions of years ago, on the robotic planet Cybertron, two of the universe's greatest warriors battled for domination. One was Megatron. He was ruthless, spiteful, and ambitious. His motto was, Peace Through Tyranny. He believed that only when the universe bent to his will would all war and strife end. His opponent was Optimus Prime, considered the greatest warrior of his age. He was brave, selfless, and inspiring. He believed that freedom was the right of all sentient beings. The two rivals were Transformers, robots that turned into vehicles because it made travel faster. In uncommon cases, they turned into immobile objects as a form of disguise. Optimus Prime led the Autobots. Megatron led the Decepticons. Megatron eventually gained the upper hand in the Great War, or also known as the Third Cybertronian War, controlling the planet of Cybertron. Optimus Prime, though, was able to maintain a resistance. Eventually, Optimus Prime escaped Cybertron, only to be pursued by Megatron. The two forces crashed on Earth and woke up millions of years later in 1984, resuming their ancient conflict. The battle for Earth was a turning point in the war. On Cybertron, Megatron had the advantage, yet on Earth, he consistently lost. Megatron's inability to conquer Earth or destroy Optimus Prime was because of three reasons. First, unlike on Cybertron, Megatron was consistently outnumbered by the Autobots. Second, he decided to take Energon rather than work with the humans. As such, Megatron had no reliable source of Energon and had to result to theft and outlandish schemes. Optimus Prime and the Autobots befriended the American government, which provided the Autobots with Energon in return for fighting the Decepticons. Lastly, Megatron suffered from dissension in the ranks, and the Decepticons constantly bickered. Megatron's best warrior exemplified the perfidy and pointless quarrels. Starscream was a scientist. After a failed survey of Earth, he enrolled in the Cybertronian War Academy and was among its top graduates. Starscream was clever, creative, and ruthless, but also unstable. He could be brave and brilliant in one battle, but then incompetent and cowardly in the next. Ultimately, while Megatron had a vision for a perfect society, Starscream was only after power. He was a consummate opportunist. Nothing illustrates Megatron's failure like his defeat at Washington, D.C. in 1985. It was his best shot at crushing the Autobots and ruling Earth. The battle began when Soundwave, Megatron's most trusted and capable lieutenant, reported that Laserbeak and Buzzsaw had found a city on the floor of the Atlantic Ocean. Megatron, Soundwave, Starscream, Thundercracker, and Skywarp investigated the city and discovered Sub-Atlantica. The city was ruled by King Nergil, who agreed to a conference with Megatron. Starscream made an unprovoked attack, and the two sides skirmished. Megatron defeated Nergil, but praised him, declaring, You are foolish, but I admire your warlike spirit. I believe we have much to offer one another. Nergil concurred. The agreement at first involved a trade of sub-Atlantic and energy for Decepticon technology. Like Megatron, Nergil was a skilled military commander, as well as duplicitous. He was utterly devoted to making Sub-Atlantica the most powerful nation on Earth. Yet the two leaders were too similar to be able to form a lasting alliance. Megatron intended to betray Nergil once he was successful. Nergil, for his part, had the exact same plan. Starscream, though, suspected Nergil could not be trusted since he communicated with his men telepathically. He had Soundwave monitor Nergil's conversations, although Soundwave, perhaps distrusting Starscream more than Nergil, 
did not act on his findings. The Autobots were not complacent at this time, though. Unlike the Decepticons, they were generally a cohesive group. Tellingly, while Megatron and Nurgle were planning, the Autobots were holding a football game between the Dinobots and other Autobots, a sign that their morale was high. The game was interrupted by Wheeljack, the Autobots' top scientist. He had the Autobots leave the gridiron to report to Optimus Prime. Optimus told them of major energy readings from the ocean floor. Bumblebee, Brawn, Hound, and Wheeljack volunteered to investigate, with Spike tagging along. Spike was a human oil rig worker who befriended the Autobots, building a close relationship with Bumblebee and Hound. His presence might at first seem pointless, but his association with the Autobots went a long way to making them popular with other humans. The Autobots drove... <laughs> the Autobots drove underwater and soon found Sub-Atlantica, only to come under an overwhelming attack. The scouting mission was a failure, and Wheeljack was taken prisoner by Nurgill. The Sub-Atlanticans studied Wheeljack in order to create weapons to defeat both the Autobots and the Decepticons. Soundwave, though, at Starscream's orders, deciphered the message and learned the truth about what Nurgill intended with Wheeljack. From that moment on, Nurgill's hopes of successfully betraying Megatron evaporated since his two top warriors knew the truth, although only Starscream took decisive action. The Autobot scouting mission took place just as Nurgill and Megatron used their energy reserves to launch a major attack. Sub-Atlantica rose to the surface, pursuing the Autobots who barely escaped. Washington, D.C. was then stormed. President Ronald Reagan escaped, but the American military was powerless. Nevertheless, the Soviet Union did not take advantage of the capture of Washington. Even in the Cold War, it was generally acknowledged that the Decepticons were the enemies not of America or Russia, but of humanity. Bumblebee, Braun, and Hound reported that Washington, D.C. was Megatron's target. Optimus Prime reacted quickly. He marshaled the warriors he had on hand to liberate the city. Hound, Braun, Prowl, Ironhide, and Sunstreaker followed him into Washington, D.C., where they met Bumblebee. Optimus Prime sent Bumblebee and Spike to save Wheeljack while he attacked the capital city, despite not having enough Transformers. Indeed, Second Wave, comprised of Ratchet, Trailbreaker, and Sideswipe, was also inbound to the fight. But Optimus Prime did not wait. Although a great warrior, Optimus Prime was not a great tactician, and he often acted as if Valor was enough to win the day. Once inside of Washington, the Sub-Atlanticans raised a force field known as the Dome of Invulnerability over Washington, although not until after Megatron argued with his underwater allies. The Dome trapped Optimus Prime and his warriors and cut them off from the second wave of Autobots. Optimus Prime was undeterred. He characteristically charged forward. Megatron called out, Blast them into mini-microns, and led his warriors into battle. The fighting raged around the Washington Monument. An early casualty was Laserbeak. For now, the Autobots had the advantage. Nurgill tested his new weapon designed from the studies done on Wheeljack, called a Magnetic Dysfunction Ray. It shut down any Transformer it hit. Starscream discovered this, but was himself shut down by the ray, proclaiming, Traitorous Electro-Toad, you shall pay! The weapon was less effective on Decepticons, but still strong enough to hamper Starscream. Nurgill left to use the weapon in the battle for the capital. Starscream attempted to drain power from Wheeljack to reinvigorate himself. Spike and Bumblebee, who had penetrated the city, interrupted Starscream. Bumblebee saying, no, 
that could ruin Wheeljack's function circuitry. Starscream replied, So what? Ruining Autobots is my life. The wounded Starscream attacked but was defeated. Wheeljack was restored and raced off with Spike and Bumblebee to stop Nurgill. In the fighting on the National Mall, Optimus Prime and the Autobots defeated Thundercracker, one of Megatron's most accomplished warriors. Nurgill arrived, though, and used the ray to knock out Optimus Prime, Brawn, Prowl, and Hound. Megatron arrived and offered only a backhanded compliment to Nurgill. By now, antagonism was rising between the Sub-Atlanticans and the Decepticons, just as victory seemed assured. Nurgill had secured the Capitol building and made it his headquarters. His men questioned how long they would have to deal with Decepticon arrogance. Megatron, meanwhile, ripped off the Lincoln statue and used the seat as a throne. Thundercracker, who had been insulted by Nurgill during the battle, asked Megatron how long the Decepticons would have to put up with their underwater allies. It was only a matter of time before both groups fought each other. The tide turned, though, before either side could betray the other. Billjack called in the Dinobots. Although dumb and sometimes disloyal, they were powerful and ruthless battle combatants. Upon receiving Wheeljack's SOS, Grimlock, the Dinobot leader, said, Autobots bite off more than they can chew, and then send for Dinobots. Come, snarl, sludge, we go. The Dinobots managed to get past the force field and took out Buzzsaw while wounding a revived Starscream. Grimlock and Megatron battled it out in a hand-to-hand -hand fight. Nurgill, who was nearby, tried to shoot them. He apparently at first only wanted to hit Grimlock, but lacking a clear shot, was going to hit them both when Starscream intervened, yelling, You treacherous Hydro Weasel! Wheeljack and Bumblebee attacked and tipped the scales in favor of the Autobots. Grimlock destroyed the Ray, reviving Optimus Prime and his warriors. Nurgle panicked at the loss of his new weapon and ran for Sub-Atlantica, followed by Megatron and Starscream. Megatron, though, showed his tactical skill by destroying the Washington Monument, knowing that Optimus Prime would spend time trying to save it. Yet, this action showed Megatron's lack of strategic thinking. Such acts of vandalism and Optimus Prime's televised heroics were why the Autobots had a reliable source of energon and human allies, while the Decepticons were constantly on the margins. The Decepticons and the Sub-Atlanticans successfully retreated back to their city. Megatron demanded an answer to Starscream's treason charge, but Nurgill told Megatron that the Autobots were in pursuit. It must have shocked Megatron. Optimus Prime rarely followed up a victory, but his decisions to do so after the fight for Washington had dramatic results and was among his best tactical decisions. The Autobots landed, but were quickly pinned down by a barrage of laser blasts. Optimus Prime sent in the Dinobots to breach the Sub-Atlantican defenses with the orders, Okay, Grimlock, Time for you and the Dinobots to act prehistoric. The Sub-Atlanticans panicked and fled before the onslaught. Megatron, though, was undeterred. He told Grimlock, You don't frighten me, you mechanical throwbacks. Grimlock, ever confident, answered, Good, Megatron. We love stupid enemies. There was nothing Megatron could do as the Dinobots overwhelmed him and wrecked the city. Nurgil looked in horror as the Dinobots ravaged Sub-Atlantica. In anguish and near tears, he conceived of a desperate plan. He would destroy Sub-Atlantica, and therefore the Transformers, Autobot and Decepticon alike. Spike, Wheeljack, and Bumblebee chased Nurgill into the bowels of Sub-Atlantica. Rumble and Ravage, Soundwave's loyal warriors, followed, intent on fighting the Autobots. They both realized Nurgill was an enemy, 
and Rumble tried his hardest to stop Nurgil, who shouted back, Fool, no one can stop me. Nurgil climbed towards his energy reserves. Tackled by Wheeljack, Nurgil threw a bomb into the energy well and proclaimed, We are doomed together. It was King Nurgil's last words. As the city exploded, Megatron and the rest of the Decepticons fled. Optimus Prime ordered his fellow Autobots to retreat and went to save Wheeljack, Bumblebee, and Spike, doing so with unexpected aid from Grimlock. The Autobots then looked on as Sub-Atlantica disappeared into the sea. Wheeljack had tried to save Nurgil, but his body went missing. He was never seen again and likely died destroying his own city while failing to cause any losses among the Transformers. The battle for Washington, D.C. was decisive. Megatron did not reward Starscream, who undoubtedly was at his best, discerning Nurgil's intentions and arguably saving Megatron. In return, he was only further insulted, making one suspect that his disloyalty stemmed as much from his ambition as it did from Megatron's abuse. More importantly, Megatron never again marshaled such powerful military forces in his battle for Earth. The Sub-Atlanticans were his only native allies, and without them, he could never defeat the Autobots in a straight fight, as he relied on even more feverish and outlandish schemes, while Decepticon bickering did not abate. By 2005, the Decepticons had abandoned their presence on Earth. Megatron was then forced to attack Autobot City. The battle, considered among the most brutal fought by the Transformers, ended in the demise of both Optimus Prime and Megatron, and set in motion events that culminated in the Autobots retaking Cybertron and forging a new golden age.